Okay, parents, we know that you've got school supply lists that you were trying to fill because your child is heading back to school very soon. Some are starting tomorrow, some are starting next week, but either way, school is starting for our students. Hey, have you ever thought that there might need to be prep items on the supply list? We're going to talk about that when we come right back. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to Practical Prepping Podcast. We appreciate you being here with us today. And we just want to make a couple of announcements here. One, if you're not already receiving the free bi-weekly Practical Prepping Podcast newsletter, go to our website, click on Contact Us, send us a short email, just tell us you want to be on the newsletter, and we will get you on that subscription. It's absolutely free, and it will come out every couple of weeks for you. And we also want to thank those that have been going to Amazon and starting their Amazon shopping from our website. Yes, thank you very much for doing that. In fact, you've got a couple of products that you've been using and you're excited about them, so tell us. Yeah, I put these, I'm so excited about these that I put them on the website under the page that says Recommended Items. And I'm outside a good bit, and it's hot out there. Yes, sir. And so Krista ordered two things for me. One, she ordered a mission hat. It's a cooling hat, and it's mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N. It's a certain particular brand. It's a particular brand. And I've used a couple of different ones, but I like this mission so much better. And actually, it matches my uniform, so I could wear it in certain situations, like if I'm out directing traffic. And all you do is wet that thing and then wring it out, put it on, and believe me, it cools you down. Mm. And she also put a couple of of those cooling towels for me. And I think on the website, and I think this is actually what you ordered, was like a pack of four. I believe so. And so there's a pack of four on there, and it's under 20 bucks. And so that makes these things like $5 a piece. And it's worth that each time I have used them. Yes, they are like Arctic cold. Yes, they do get cold. And you don't have to do anything. You you wring that thing out. You wet it, wring it out. And I told Krista to feel this thing the other day. And you can feel that it's about 15 degrees, 20 degrees cooler than the ambient temperature. Oh, it's wonderful for those of you working outdoors or gardening or mowing the grass or just being outside at the soccer game watching your grandkids. Yeah, it's just absolutely too hot out there. And this is something that Krista found for me. And I just wanted to share that with you. What are we talking about today? Well, you know, it's back to school time. Mm -hmm. We've got kids with that sad look on their face (laughs) because they have to go to bed early tonight because some of them are getting up bright and early and going to school. And, you know, for about the past couple of weeks, parents have been scrambling around trying to get those back to school supplies all pulled together. Mm -hmm. They're buying pencils and pens, uh, notebooks, uh, power rocks to charge up types of devices that they may be using in school. So you and I got to thinking about, you know, there may be ways that we can help our students have some things in their backpack 
that may actually help them, uh, not necessarily if an emergency breaks out, but just for some of the unforeseen things that may happen, and to have a few prep-style supplies in their backpack as well. And that's what we're going to talk about. And some of them are not actually prep supplies, but it is prepping. And we have these age-graded, if you would. Uh, We've got things that are suitable for pre-K up through second grade. And then each thing you can add to each, each. We go third grade through the fifth grade, sixth grade through eighth grade. And it's kind of like and everything else that we've already mentioned. Right. And of course, our disclaimer is we don't want anyone to take something to school that the school will not permit you to have. Exactly. So, I mean, obviously, use your proper and common sense judgment on each of these. And we're not suggesting anything like weapons or anything like that. Oh, no. We don't want you sending your kids, although I think it, you know, I'd love to be, if I were back in high school, have a full get-home bag in my locker at all times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's some things that I would have in there that we could have in high school that they can't have anymore. Yeah, so we're just not even going to go there. No, and and that's our disclaimer. And you'll see what we're talking about when we go through here. But starting out with pre-K, kindergarten, and even first and second grade, Mm -hmm. one of the things to put in their backpack is some extra clothes. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, every school is going to have water day, mm-hmm. and that's where the kids are outside playing all kinds of the water activities. Well, they'll give you notice that it's going to be water day. Well, you'd be amazed how many parents don't send extra clothing Exactly, and little boys don't go around mud puddles. No, they, <laughs> they go do through. Not. And so we're going to put some extra clothes in there, and we're going to put some extra shoes and socks in there. Absolutely. Because those kids, when they run through that um, mud puddle or they come off the slide and they land right in that water, and I don't care how many times you tell them not to do it, they're going to do it. You may need to have a little pack of wet wipes in there, too, just Mm -hmm. to kind of wipe up any very small, like uh, dirt, soil, and things around their arms and legs and hands. Yeah, and and that's something that the teacher would pull out. Mm -hmm. All of these things actually would be things that the teacher would pull out. Yeah. And then as we get further into the year, and we're in the Northern Hemisphere right now, and if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you may want to go ahead and put that extra pair of gloves in that Absolutely. Bag. Exactly. kids lose the pair of gloves that they're supposed to be keeping up with, and having that extra pair in the, glo- in the bag may come in handy. And then we throw in a lightweight rain jacket. Oh, yeah. Some of these things are so small, they can actually fold up to a really, really small space. But, you know, that little extra poncho can be very, very useful Mm -hmm. at a sudden shower. Uh, Things like that can happen. And they're really easy to pick up. The five below stores have these things. Dollar stores have these things. So it's not necessarily a huge investment, but it's really nice to have that when you need it. Exactly. And for a little bit older kid, and we're going to the third through about the fifth grade right now, the upper elementary school, and this is where we can begin to introduce them to the idea of carrying some things in everyday carry. Oh, yeah. So besides, we're building on what we started with, with the extra clothing, shoes, and socks, for your third through fifth grade, may need to have something like a boo-boo kit. Now, in your opinion, what is a boo-boo kit? Well, a boo-boo kit is all of our kids have come to us with a boo-boo, and they needed a Band-Aid. Oh, okay. Now, Noah, one of our grandsons, he called it boo-boo gate. He needed a boo-boo gate. 
<laughs> now, where he came up with that, I don't know. But we could put some non-sting antiseptic wipes in there for them to be able to clean that out. Gotcha. And they could have their own Band-Aid. Okay. Now, the other thing is they get sent to the school nurse to put a Band-Aid on. But this is where they can. I mean, a fifth grader knows yeah. he needs a Band-Aid. He yeah. can put a Band-Aid on his own knee. Sure. And so he's got it right there. Now, you can also add some lip balm to this. Now, mm-hmm. kindergartners are not going to know what to do with it. No, they'll probably want to still chew it. Kind of looks like a small popsicle. It. Yeah, but the third through fifth grade, some lip balm. There's some great natural ones like Burt's Bees. And then, of course, there's Chapstick. But there's a variety of brands that mm-hmm. are very inexpensive. But it's I'm telling you, I've sat in a class as an elementary school kid with severe chap lips. What I wouldn't have given to have had some Chapstick mm-hmm. because it would have really relieved my mind. Because kids have a lot of anxiety when they're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if you can alleviate that by the simple addition of something like a chapstick or a little small container of like those little small plastic uh, containers of Vaseline even can help a lot. That would work, the Mm -hmm. little small one. And this is where we can start introducing them to some responsibility with money. Now, I would include a little bit of emergency money. I'd probably put it in a Ziploc bag and I would put them something like $2 in it and maybe one $1 bill and some change. Mm-hmm. And I would explain to them, this is for when you get to school and you forgot your lunch money, you forgot your popsicle money. You know, uh, some of the schools will have special days and they bring these uh, Kona ice truck. Oh, sure. They they bring these trucks that have the slushies and things like that, and they need to have a dollar. And so if they've forgotten to let you know that they need that, they can pull out their emergency dollar. And it's not like you're going to lose a whole lot of money if they lose the whole bag. you got Mm -hmm. $2 in it. But they can have their Kona ice or they can have their slushie or whatever they're doing or what we used to do, we had to carry a dime so we could have cotton candy. Oh, you were, you are really dating yourself now. Oh, I'm of course, old. you know when we were kids, you could buy a whole week's worth of lunch for a dollar twenty-five. You know, yeah. it's twenty-five cents a day. I remember when it went from twenty-five cents to thirty-five cents. Wow! And Dad used to get a roll of quarters and put them in a jewelry box that we would we were responsible for getting our own lunch money out. Each morning. Very cool. Now, when we were in lower grades, we had, you know, milk break in the morning. So Mm -hmm. we had to have our nickel. But we didn't remember to go and do that. So (laughs) our parents would tie up our nickel in our handkerchief. And put it in our pocket. Wow. And Times so have really, they really people have. are listening to this going, wow, this must have been in the 1800s. Well, it was the <laughs> 1900s, but contrary to what some of the folks that I work with think, it was in the 1900s. We, well, we know that schools, lunches, and things like that are done on prepaid accounts that they do that, at the they school. Are, so they are. We know but, it's a little bit different, but having but, that little bit of extra cash can be helpful. But there are times that they need mm-hmm. a little bit a little of cash, bit of and thing. they can forget it. They're kids. Now, we would add to this the extra socks, the extra shoes, and possibly that lightweight rain jacket, mm-hmm. or go with one of those disposable ponchos. Yeah. The $1.29 is probably $1.99 now, yeah, if not probably. more. 
and tell them don't unwrap it till you need it because you can't get it folded back up and in exactly. the packet. Right. So that would be a good thing to have. Another in couple there. of things I see on the list too for that age group would be an extra set of shoelaces. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad deal because a lot of times. You know, these kids have been wearing some, they might be wearing some new school shoes in August, September, but by December, January, they may have a lot of stress and strain on those laces and they can ravel and give out pretty quickly. And it's nice to have an extra set of shoelaces right there in the bag. Doesn't take up a lot of space, but it'd be great for that to be able to be changed out, you know, if they need that. And even possibly, again, if the school will permit it, some small form of a flashlight, you know, preferably something that is sealed where batteries don't fall out or can get to them, but just maybe like an LED type of thing or just whatever you think in the best judgment would work for a third through a fifth grader to have in their bag. A couple other things to think about would be a signal whistle, something that would, you know, make some noise if it needed to make noise. I actually have heard stories of where people have been trapped in buildings that were leveled by storms and that they heard people with their whistle and they were able able to find them because they were whistling out. Yeah. Now you're going on up into the sixth through the eighth grades and those in the middle school. I'm not so sure that I would put an emergency whistle in a third graders. Oh, knowing my own grandsons, (laughs) I really don't want to have a whistle in, in there. But anyway, that it, kind of takes us through the fifth grade up through elementary school. And in just a second, we're going to talk about sixth grade on up. We're going to talk about middle school. But let's take just a second and mention our sponsors. And we start tonight with ProLine Digital Group. If you need a website, web hosting, digital leads, or a creation of an app for your organization, contact ProLine Digital Group. And the base handgun system, it's a handgun training system that's video-based. And if you've not had formal handgun training, this is probably something you need to be looking at. And he gives a $50 discount if you use the link on our website. Also, Clean Start. This is a concentrate hand sanitizer and antiseptic. It is alcohol-free, comes in a concentrate, makes a gallon of product, Clean Start. And there's some special deals with the Clean Start. Check our website. Yeah, I think it's a 25% discount there. Yeah. And then, talking about old, we've got Jim Curtis Knives. Oh, dear. Oh, he's your friend. <laughs> he is. And Jim and I are about the same age. Uh, actually, I think I'm probably five years older than Jim and love him dearly. But if you would like a custom-made, beautiful, functional, handmade knife, go to Jim Curtis Knives on Facebook, and you can see some of his work there. And I proudly carried one today to a first birthday party from one of our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So check those out. And all of our sponsors are linked from the website, and we appreciate them, and we would appreciate you checking them out. Now, let's move to middle school. Now, this is where we can really introduce them to the idea of carrying an emergency kit in hopes that this could help move them toward a lifetime of preparedness. You've given them something to carry. You have explain the uses of these things, and we're beginning to add a little bit more into those kits. We start with a first aid kit. 
Now, where we had a boo-boo kit in the third graders, which is just Band-Aids and a couple of little antiseptic wipes, maybe we go a little bit bigger on this one. Maybe we include a small bandage and a roll of gauze with their boo-boo kit. We just expand it a little bit. We might even put some antibacterial cream in there. And and you can get those in the little small individual uses. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing to do. Now, this is where I would definitely add a small flashlight. I would add that for sure. And I might even give them a spare set of batteries. And we're not talking large flashlight here. We're talking very small. And you can get some single triple A lights that are very bright. And here's where we're coming from. Things happen in schools. Power can go out. How about the kid that comes to the rescue for the whole class when the power goes out and it's dark in there and he has a flashlight? That's pretty cool. He is able to do that Mm -hmm. and he can be the... Or she. Or she. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here, let's hear it for the girls. I'd end in a water bottle. Yeah. A water bottle. I'll put a bottle of water in their bag. Mm -hmm. And this is in addition to the bottle of water or the water bottle that a lot of schools have them have. Not as much now. Now, we always went to the water fountain. Sure, yeah. But for a couple of years, the water fountains were not available because of COVID. Exactly. They, I'd go into school and see that they had the water fountain taped off, mm-hmm. but you could fill the water bottle. So each kid had mm-hmm. to have a water bottle for class. Now, I know some kids don't like drinking water. But you can add something like Crystal Light. Yeah, there's some powdered powdered Gatorade is mm-hmm. available as well. But crystal Light's probably a good choice because you're not adding any sugar. It does taste wonderful, and it would encourage some water drinking. I know when I put the, what is it, the fruit punch powder in mine, I drink a lot more water when I do that. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of, how are you doing on the 30-day water challenge? Oh. Ooh, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I began the 30-day challenge on July the 25th. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is going to be like day seven. I will tell you that I have consumed at least 96 ounces of water each day, and in some cases, more than 96 mm-hmm. throughout the day. You know, I just, you know, sip right along. And I will tell you that the, my, the condition of my skin has improved. I don't have dry, cracky lips anymore. I don't have ashy skin on my legs. I feel better when I walk because I've got some joint pain issues and some arthritis issues. It appears to have been lessened. I can't say that it's entirely gone. But again, I'm back to water. There have been days before the challenge that I didn't drink water at all. I drank soda. I drank coffee. Uh, I drank juice. But I wasn't drinking water, mm-hmm. the, the liquid that my body craves and needs the most. And I will say that here we are seven days in and I'm seeing some very positive effects. I'm excited about the next three weeks. And of course, the goal for me is to not stop at the end of 30 days, exactly, but to just continue with proper water drinking. Because if we get 30 days in, we've developed a new habit. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And, and it turns your mind over to craving water over other choices. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And at no point did I give up 
coffee or sodas or juice. I'm just putting water either in their place or adding it along to some of the other things. And I've been having terrific results. I can't say that you look better because you always look good. Oh, well, I feel I'm feeling better. And I can tell that my body is grateful and is giving me positive feedback. Okay, so we just wanted to update that, and Mm -hmm. I was kind of curious about where that was. But back to our middle school. Now, a lot of middle school and high school kids carry cell phones. Yes, they do. There's a, you know, there's a mixed bag of theories about whether they should, when should they start. We're we're really not here to debate that issue per se. No, and that's totally a personal choice Mm -hmm. for the parents. One of our grandsons that is 13 got his own cell phone recently, like this past week. The 14-year-old has had his own for almost a year. Mm -hmm. So that's not a bad time. I think the parents are doing pretty well with that. And they're monitoring their usage very, very closely. But since a lot of these middle and high school kids carry cell phones, And those can be a good item in case of emergencies in the classroom. We've seen that. But power becomes an issue. And so I think that if I were setting up a back-to-school bag for my middle schooler, it would have a phone charger in there that plugs into the wall, and I would put a power bank in there. So that if they cannot access a wall outlet, they have something they can plug it into. You and I both carry them, and I use mine quite often because a lot of times I'm mobile when I need to be charging my phone, and it will fit into my uniform pants pocket. Perfect. So I would add that into the middle schooler's bag in addition to the rain jacket, or the emergency poncho. Fantastic. When it comes to high school, ninth through the 12th grade, we've got some of these kids that are going to be driving and some that are not. Now, both of these, they need to be equipped with something that is very similar to our EDC bags, even our get-home bags. It doesn't need the items in it that's prohibited in the schools. No, certainly not. Do not put knives in there. I would not put lighters in one that's going to go inside the school. I'm certain that that's on the do not bring this to school list. I'm guessing that it would be. So anything that your school does not allow, don't include it in that. But we're also looking at a good flashlight, extra batteries, And if I'm looking at an older child that might possibly have to get home in a total grid-down situation, I'm going to add in there a small tarp and some paracord, and I'm going to teach them how to make a temporary shelter. Oh, okay. Of course, our kids, our grandkids, should know how to do that before they hit high school. I mean, it's not hard paracord and a tarp and you can make a nice little a-frame style shelter and girls can learn this just like boys can learn this there's no reason to leave any segment of the population Mm -mm. out of the training Mm -mm. when it comes to the ones that are driving i would add some things i would pretty much have that 
get home bag or car bag that stays in the trunk and it's not intended to go in the school. And in that bag, since it's staying in the trunk, I might add in some of the fire starting things like a couple of lighters. I would do that. And I would add in some easy to make foods. And by that, we're talking about heating up some soup. We're, we're using powdered soup, teach them to filter some water into a water bottle or pour that out of their bag into a single wall water bottle, teach them how to heat that up. And again, we're talking about kids that may have to get home on foot in case there's a total grid down situation. Now, if they live two miles from school, it's a different ballgame. But in that trunk, I would add some things like a set of jumper cables. How many times have we had somebody ask, do you have any jumper cables? Mm -hmm. Do you have any jumper cables? More often than not, they'll ask. And thankfully, we've had that jump box that has jumped many folks off. So I would put some kind of jumper cables in there. And I would put a can of fix-a-flat. If they come out, they've got a flat tire. Your dad taught you and all of you girls to change a tire. Yes, he did. Before you mm-hmm. were able to we drive. We had to prove to him that we could jack a car up, remove the lug nuts, pull the wheel off, pull the tire off, put the spare on, put the wheel on, put the lug nuts on, and uh, let the car back down. Mm-hmm. And we had to learn to do that. And we all, if he said, if you're going to have a license, you're going to need to learn how to do some things. You can't always be dependent on some kind Samaritan mm-hmm. coming down there. There could be a case where nobody is coming, zero. Mm-hmm. So if you've got that spare, you know, use it. And the same thing with the jumper cables. Now, you'd probably need to find a good Samaritan that will let you use their vehicle to jump your vehicle off, but teach them, boys and girls, how to use jumper cables. It's a good opportunity for us to begin to teach our young people prepping skills. Absolutely. And not to scare them and not to put ideas in their head that, you know, it's it's a frightful, horrible. It's These are just practical knowledge and skill mm-hmm. that may very well have some usefulness. You know, 45 years from now, they may have to know how to do a fire and they'll think back and say, you know, my dad taught me this. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that I would have needed this out in the woods today? But I'm so glad that they took the time to prepare me with skills, knowledge, and a mindset that says, I can do this. I mm-hmm. can rely on myself. There's even a magazine called Self-Reliance because there's just there's, there's too much of this somebody else will take care of me attitude. Mm-hmm. And I think this gives people the idea that they don't have to be concerned about anything. Mm -hmm. That they just, I'm just going to let somebody else take care of my problems. And that isn't just teenagers. No. That's a A lot lot of of grown folks as well today. Now, one thing I would add in for every age group through here is I would add in an emergency contact list. And you could laminate that. You could put it in a backpack. Older kids can carry it in a wallet. If they are unable to answer the questions, unable to let us know who to contact, who they are, we'll start looking and we'll find that emergency contact. And 
Phone numbers are fine. You don't have to put addresses on it. Mm -hmm. But give us a way, give us four or five phone numbers that we can contact someone because we're not always all able to answer our phones. Yeah, I was thinking about that today, especially our pre-K, our first, second. And depending on your child, even the third grade, sometimes they can be so young, so immature, that they're not able to speak you know, articulately to where someone can understand exactly what they say their name is. And, and sometimes yeah. they're just afraid to they, talk yeah. to another adult they don't know. Exactly. So relieve that pressure. Like I said, when a, when a kind, cons- concerned, caring adult can read that contact list on behalf of that child, that would ease a lot of worries. Yes, it would. We would love to hear how you prepare your children for the new school year. And we would love for you to email us at info at practicalprepping.info or go to the website practicalprepping.info. Click on that contact list. Let us know you want to be on the newsletter email list and tell us what you're doing to prepare your kids for back to school. You know why that is? Because stuff happens. So stay prepared. And we'll see you next time. We would appreciate it if you would consider supporting our podcast by buying us a cup of coffee. You can do that by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practical prep.